to Thursday well, Morning Nerd Talk. Hello. Hello. Um, today uh, is Thursday, and we're doing it on a Thursday. On a Thursday. On a Thursday. <laughs> we, we did it. <laughs> we can do it. So last week's episode was we cut short. Um, I don't know if people thought that was hilarious or not. I know I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, we Stupid are, Zoom. <laughs> we're, we're recording on Discord right? now because Zoom is just, <laughs> just not for us. And I realize Discord is better. No. So, uh, I guess Zoom is for like uh, business entrepreneurs, not gamers. Discord's for gamers. Discord is better to go. This is, the, this is the best way to go. Um, so yeah, we have some things to talk about. Um, where do you want to get? Where do we should we even start? Because there was things we couldn't talk about last week. Um, um right. Honestly, I don't. I don't remember where we really left off last week because we were just like, you know, you said we got like five minutes to say whatever we can say, and we just went <laughs> off. Yeah, then it became the scramble for the... <laughs> yeah. Which way did it go, George? Which way did it go? I'm on a love him and pet him and call him to... But, in case you don't know and you're new to the show, I'm Irish Boozehound, a.k.a. Cliff. Um, well, that name across a wide variety of platforms. And um, recently... Uh, show-wise, um, still haven't really watched any new shows, um, movies. Um, I kind of watched Tubi a little bit. Uh, I was watching, um, I was watching Head of State last night, and, um, I watched, uh, Ninja 1 and 2 with Scott Atkins, and, um, I haven't really been playing any games recently other than I finally got my gaming PC back up and running. So I'm spending a majority of all day today just transferring all my data off my laptop back onto my desktop. So that's going to be fun. Uh, but yeah, I cannot see that. Text me. Yeah, Um. so yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm Freak488, and uh, I haven't really been doing anything but play GTA, and uh, I've played some Among Us. And um, I haven't really watched anything. I guess I've been watching The Boys. On uh, Amazon Prime. Is season two out for that yet? Yeah, I guess they're doing some episodes. That like It's not the whole season. Uh, oh, just what they have done. Yeah. Interesting. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but... Oh, and well, I guess that's my turn then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sherwood here. Uh, Moofish on. Wow. I think my name on Steam is still Dirty D the Thunder Chief. So there's that. <laughs> I remember that. I remember. I think you're in my phone as that right now. I don't know. If oh man. I don't think All it's right, your so number. But... And... <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. It hasn't changed. Uh, but yeah, so for context, that, that's not just me being like, I got a dirty dick. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, actually my interpretation of a, an ACDC song when I was five. I didn't think it was Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. I thought it was Dirty Deed the Thunder Chief. Just a <laughs> badass in Chief of Thunder. And I just always loved that. I, I grew up a... <laughs> learned it was about, you know, tricks and whatnot. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Still, it's pretty great. 
Dirty D uh, Thunder Chief. The Thunder Chief. Uh, <laughs> but for um, for nerd stuff this week, uh, started watching Korra, uh, Legend of Korra again. Um, kind of want to get through that and probably just watch the uh, Atlatl or Atlatl. I don't know what the fuck that acronym is. Avatar. Uh, <laughs> get through that. <laughs> Been playing a lot of Magic. The new set uh, had its pre-release weekend, but not really. So mostly it was just a um, Magic Arena release because... Paper Magic is pretty much shut down. There are no sanctioned events right now. But uh, I was able to get my hands on some of the cards. The pre-release kits still went out to local game stores and whatnot. So you're able to go and get some new Zendikar Rising if you want some. It's gorgeous and ridiculously powerful. And it's probably going to break Magic forever. Just like all the last sets. (laughs) Break it forever. Break it forever. Yep. I've been doing a bad job of balancing lately. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's about me for, for the past couple days. Yeah. Right on. I'm trying to find some of that stuff we were going to talk about. Um, wow, it's been wow. a lot of stuff uh, going on. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, we were just talking about the whole... Bethesda buyout. Yeah, do we want? We should talk about that. I can't. That doesn't surprise me though. So, for those of you Not don't know by now, I mean, I'm I'm assuming everybody's already heard this news because it came out like what a couple days ago. Um, yeah. Uh, so Microsoft uh, buys Bethesda. Uh, no, no, no they, they bought Zenimax. Yes, they bought which is Bethesda the parent company of Bethesda uh, for yeah. seven and a half billion dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, makes sense, though. It's a big old buy. See, Microsoft... It does. Um, people think that means it's going to be, like, all this stuff is going to be uh, Xbox-exclusive-like stuff, and it's not. Yeah, I was going to say, I, maybe at first, Xbox is a little less um, stringent about that stuff most of the time. They'll they, at least let it go to PC at at the very worst, if not yeah. a general release. Well, they they mostly like like Minecraft. Xbox, uh, Microsoft bought bought Minecraft, and they still put Minecraft on everything. Right, exactly. They own Minecraft, but that's own because it outright. Microsoft and Xbox isn't only a console company. Right, right. Like they're an entertainment juggernaut at this point. Yeah, they know that their console doesn't do as well as PlayStation. So they basically were, are just like, we'll put it on everything. But if we own everything, right. it, it's basically a really great way to stay afloat. It, it is, because they know that they don't have to keep an exclusive on a failing console that that exclusive is not going to save. Like, it's no longer about like, oh, well... Halo's on the Xbox, so if you want to play Halo, you have to have an Xbox. No, Halo's a great game, but there's also other great games. You go find a game that you love and stick to it mindlessly and play that ad infinitum. But so, so Microsoft is like, okay, well, we will license all of these games that we own, and we will give them as an exclusive to our console at first, but we're still going to even... Even if we only have that exclusivity for a small amount of time, they're going to glean so much more money having that exclusive and then moving forward into a general release rather than just keeping it exclusive and shutting themselves off to sales kind of arbitrarily and mostly spitefully. Yeah. I mean, I was just reading here, you know... One of the things also too for for this for this drastic move is that in the in the coming weeks so far the PlayStation um five pre-orders have been going through the roof and um whereas the Xbox is having problems because of the fact that it it 
kind of ties into another topic I wanted to talk about was Xbox has created a pre-order debacle, you know, and, and, and it leaves their customers and their fans frustrated because which which console do you go? Do you go with the Xbox Series X or do you go uh, with the Xbox Series S? And it's kind of like what I was talking about um, uh, in the last episode was you can have the same performance almost in an S for $200 less than if you were to go out and buy the $500 Xbox Series S. I mean, granted, yeah, you're going to lose some RAM and the the video card's been dialed back, but the game is not going to change. It's still going to be the exact same game because the publisher is not going to make millions of different uh, types of games just to please two different consoles from one company. Yeah. It's... Well, right. off that- platform. So, um, <clears throat> Microsoft being Microsoft and being scared and intimidated by Sony, they go out and think, well, how can we establish ourselves and to get people to buy consoles? Well, make a make a, a, a pitch to a gaming studio for an X amount of dollars. And see who nibbles on it, and apparently, Zenimax Studio nibbled on it. Yeah, well, which with the Xboxes um, being so, you know, whatever price, it doesn't matter because you can get you can uh, enroll yourself in the whole uh, Xbox All Access. Yeah, it's a payment plan. You they give you an Xbox for twenty five bucks a month with Xbox Games Pass. Hmm. Yeah, twenty five dollars a month. Interesting. Is it twenty five? Just like a rental. Maybe thirty five. No, it's twenty five per month with zero money down. Yeah, it's a rental. You're renting it, and I guess in two years you'll pay it off. Yeah, by by then you could own three Xboxes. Probably, but I'm just saying, like, say you you can you can do twenty five dollars right. a month and you want to play now, and you don't have the you know, the um. The money right now, five hundred something dollars. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, you get gold and Games Pass. Right, it's kind of worth it. Oh, definitely, wow. definitely something to look into. So they're trying to sweeten that pot. Yeah, they're sweetening that pot. Right. But well, I, and I think uh, Cliff really touched on something that's important uh, with the whole like game developers aren't going to develop two different games for specs. Yeah, on two different machines within the same that's true console. Like my worry is, my worry there is it, it, they're not going to err towards the lower specs. That they're going to err towards the higher specs, and they're going to yeah. make their game work on the higher spec machine. And that means they're just not going to work that well, if not work at all. I.e., late PS2 generation when they uh. came out with the new PS2s. And Kingdom Hearts 2 didn't work on an old PS2. It was designed to be able to work for the new PS2 with the new specs. That type of thing is going to end up happening, and that could be the death knell to this console. Especially when they're doing it right out of the gate. Like, PS2 was able to sustain having that problem because it was a juggernaut. It literally killed Dreamcast. Never forget. That's true. But... Well, I, I think we, it'll be the now opposite. We have Xbox doing it to themselves. I feel like they're going to make games for the lower one, and they're just going to like you're going to they're going to be somewhat better on the higher one. Sure, I feel like that's the intention now, but all it takes is one game that requires the the high end specs. Yeah, and that game then sets the standard. Like, oh well, this is what we can do with the high end specs. Okay, we're going to move forward with that. I definitely and that think with standards consoles, of everyone else wants to compete should, with that. You should definitely get the the better console if you're going to buy a console. Just just because. Well, and there that, lies that, the problem. Exactly so, that. Reason. Okay. If you're if you may as well if you may as well get it. Why the fuck does the other one exist? Like, if people are going to end up just intrinsically being 
needed to buy this thing, why did you make a shittier version that won't even eventually play all the games event anyway? I think that's their failsafe, like, though. They're, it's it's they're, just it's, such it's, a silly... That's basically there. If you want to play the games that are coming out right now, you get this. It's and like the grandparents who are gonna buy their kind of like an Xbox, their grandkids an Xbox, and that's <clears throat> what it's there for. It's there to fill the that that spot in the market, right? And they're gonna get the cheaper one because it's cheaper. Fair enough, but it just feels like. It's going to end up being very, very much leave a bitter taste in the consumer's mouths, especially when there's already better marketing or better, better options on the market that aren't going to preclude you from some of the games that your own console made. Like, like if, if it becomes like, okay, it's Xbox or PlayStation 5 or that other Xbox, that's going to be a really weird triple dichotomy where... Xbox has bifurcated themselves in their own fight. I think that eventually it'll become Back to the, the, the lower end one is going to be off the market. Eventually, at some point. Right, right. So then everybody who bought it, right. See, so I, everyone who bought it is just going to be kind of shit out of luck. I think, I think PlayStation 5 did it right. Because if you look at the two consoles, they're identical. The only difference is, is one's a digital edition and the other has the disc tray. Whereas Xbox, they're giving you completely two different entirely consoles marketing for the exact same generation. It's just that one's got toned down uh, hardware. The other doesn't. One looks like a, a, a fridge, as Joe would say, right. and the, the other fridge. looks like a speaker. The other one's the router. Um, yeah. Right, yeah, the other one's the router. Well, it shows that Sony has a better right. Smart. It shows that yeah. Sony has a better understanding of what the consumer market actually exactly. wants. Exactly. They want either I I don't want to have to pay for the hardware for a CD tray. I download all my games anyway. Fuck off yeah. with that and chop a hundred dollars off the price. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Or ah, I use this as my Blu-ray player. I want that CD tray, and you pay the extra hundred dollars for a fucking blu-ray player to be built into it yeah. not this one runs things better this one's kind of shit here oh both have a cd tray that costs yeah. an extra hundred dollars yeah. playstation is definitely doing it better with their router i mean yep. they just like what he just said i mean they right now i think sony has a much better marketing team and microsoft has this high school like marketing team you know <laughs> No clue where they're going or their thought process is, but this this all kind of drives Microsoft to do extravagant, uh, you know, just off the wall things. And I'm just thinking to myself, what does this do for the upcoming titles? I mean, last year Bethesda Studios announced almost 190 different titles that they want to uh, start getting like off the ground. Bethesda just opened up like five studios across the nation to help with the various workloads. I mean, Joe's favorite game is probably going to get a sequel, well, until now, but they were talking about a Fallout New Vegas Part 2. That, yeah. that, that, that studio uh, that did Fallout New Vegas asked Zinimax if they can do another title. They wanted, They really enjoyed it. Fans really loved Vegas, even though it technically wasn't part of the Fall series. Um, it's canon, you know, there's though. a there's right. a, it's an, isn't it non canonical? I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it is. Is it? Yeah, but because they, I, I they, think there was something about um, there was a character in it that I think transferred over, or there was a story. There was there was some kind of mention of it, I believe. Um, mysterious stranger. That's awesome. Because uh, mysterious stranger, his son was in New Vegas as the the drifter. That was one of the Easter eggs I do know of. That kind of tied into the Fallout series. But um, 
there was a there was another Doom game on the table. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys ever played a game by Bethesda called The Prey, but there was talks of Prey Two. Um, Prey Two has been been lauded for or been talked about for a while. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Didn't they just come uh, up with Prey like three, four years ago? Uh, I think it was about two years ago now, Joe. Three, three years ago. Yeah. Um, um, there was. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, sure. Oh, just a small thing. Like all of these titles, like th- this is what makes me kind of excited about the Microsoft bio because they're going to have a lot more impetus to put motion behind these things yeah, instead great. of waiting three no. years for Prey 2. And that, no, Microsoft will get that shit done. Hopefully not no. sloppily, but... Here, here, here's the question for you, Sherwood. Okay, Microsoft, Microsoft, you know, buys a company. Do they go in and they make changes? I mean, because, yeah, lately a lot of people have been kind of upset with Todd Howard. Some people are like, no, he's great. He's awesome. So where does this leave Todd Howard? Yeah. Right now, you could say that he's contracted locked in. Sure, sure. What? 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 Oh, well, I mean, I I just – nothing. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, okay. I was just going to say, does Todd Howard stay on for Scroll 6, Fallout 5? Dishonored three. Um, where does this leave him on those projects? He'll still have a hand in everything. Well, to answer that, I feel like I. Right. Well, what was his hand in Fallout seventy six? Because oh, maybe he doesn't deserve to be part of other things. Well, Todd Howard, I don't think has any hand in Elder Scrolls Online or uh, Zenimax uh, and. Uh, Fallout 76 as he does with the actual like other titles because those are like MM those are considered MMOs and those are actually right, right. Uh, Zinimax Studios directly those yeah, I don't are, think he okay. really even had a hand in Fallout 76 I think they used the same graphics and the engine or whatever as Fallout 4 but I don't think he had a hand in it at all Right. He, he I, I, I mean, he might have been like uh, probably a part of the creative team and trying to tie in the story from the actual like Fallout series into the 76. But yeah, because that one's done directly from Zinimax and not Bethesda. I, I, yeah, I think he wasn't really part of that team. Well, again, a good mark in the. Uh, or a mark in the positive thing that Microsoft might be, or maybe a positive thing that Microsoft's taking over, because Elder Scrolls Online took a long time to get even good or playable, and now oh, yeah. 76 was just it such a debacle out the gate. It, it, wasn't until, it wasn't until Elder Scrolls Morrowind that the Elder Scrolls series really got off the ground and really started developing traction uh, amongst gamers because you know for for our listeners that may not remember or, or might have been too young you have to turn back the clock all the way to 1995 or 1996 when the first elder scrolls arena released and it it had some horrible graphics i'm not gonna lie it was all done from two-dimensional so you 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 would look down right. on the map and that's how it was for daggerfall it wasn't until Morrowind that we actually got 3D rendering and that you actually became immersive in a one-person game. Well, there was one of those that had a completely uh, randomly generated or procedurally generated environment that was three-dimensional. It was it might have been, Morrowind. It might have been, but it, yeah, might have been Dagger, it might have been part two, Daggerfall. It may have been. Still, people love Daggerfall, and it, it's still immersive and expansive, and it's yeah. a really great game. It's just more, yeah. we haven't seen that type of innovation within a game, which at the time, Daggerfall was like, how big is this game? This is ridiculous. And then Morrowind, like, oh my god, it's a three-dimensional, and I can jump into Oblivion if I keep practicing jump. Yeah. Uh, and then Oblivion was kind of the death knell of that, though, because they didn't really improve all that much on Morrowind. 
they tried to increase graphical, graphical fidelity, but at the sacrifice of content, which is saying a lot, because like the content has been falling since Daggerfall, like the expansiveness of these worlds. And again, I'm going to say that Daggerfall probably has more content than even Skyrim now. Yeah, maybe not with mods I mean, technically, because you could play every mod and die before <laughs> like you were done. Yeah. But yeah, like if if you if you look at the content for Morrowind, I think it only had I think it only had one DLC add-on, hmm. uh, and that was Blood Moon, I believe. It's been yeah, I don't remember. There's a lot of weeks. Um, but. Oblivion had almost four or three or four DLC add-ons. I mean, well, Oblivion. Not, are you counting horse armor? No, I'm not counting horse armor. <laughs> I know there's the there was the Shivering Isles. There was the. I only remember Shivering Isles, but I didn't really play yeah. it that much either. So I guess I'm not really. Yeah, I I didn't really. That, I... I never actually. Well, I'm I would way more say into Skyrim than anything else. I I mean I I probably only completed Oblivion one time on the 360, but I've never I have not played it on PC or uh, or next gen. Um, but yeah, no, like uh, when when Skyrim released, yeah, it changed everybody's world. Uh, it, it just it was a game changer. It really was, and same with uh, Fallout Four. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I I played Fallout Three, and um, it when 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 Fallout Four released, it was like, oh my god, like it, it had the same effect to me as it did Skyrim, you know. And I I never played I never played the Dishonored series like the way Joe does. Oh, I love Dishonored. I can probably tell you. That you know, I need to get that game. When he played Dishonored 2, you know, his world was probably, you know, really, you know, taken compared to Dishonored 1. And that's what Bethesda has on, on its gamers. Plus, you know, uh, not to get, not to get like uh, uh, off on a tangent here, but the reason why I think a lot of people like Bethesda more than any other company compared to like EA, Activision, and Rockstar, is Bethesda was one of the game studios that never really hounded you and never really forced you into microtransactions the way that these other game studios uh, do. They don't, they, don't, they don't sell you an incomplete yeah. thing necessarily the way that these other companies do. I mean, GTA V is probably one of the worst I've ever seen when it comes to microtransactions, <laughs> EA loves to sell you an incomplete title. Activision just loves to sell you this adrenaline, nerd pumping, like life sucking kind of multiplayer games that are just like, if you want the latest and greatest, spend an extra 20 bucks, spend an extra 40 bucks, you know, get these perks, get these power ups. If you will, um, but yeah, Beth Bethesda never did that, and that's one of the reasons why I kind of always held Bethesda to a higher standard over everybody else in the industry. And I'm just afraid that you know Microsoft. Microsoft has really never been bad, but it can be seen in some of their other titles like Forza. You could see it a little bit in uh, the Halo series, um, and and not to mention, what does this do for Microsoft's relationship with the other platforms? You know, because the CEO of Microsoft says that he's not done buying other game companies; that he wants to buy more now. Is is yeah? He's got a taste for blood. Yeah, exactly. This is this. It, you said it. He got a taste for blood, and he wants more. Eventually, Microsoft is not even going to be yep. a console company. They are 
Xbox or whatever, they're they're just gonna they're gonna own titles. It's gonna you're gonna be playing Microsoft Dishonored Four on PlayStation or on PC. Kind of like that's, Sega. That's what this is like. They're just buying these companies. They're gonna take them over, but it, it's, it's still gonna be those companies. Yeah, but this. What if this is our age's Dreamcast? But that, like we're the, watching this happen. But you just said it right there because people are asking. Uh, uh, I was just looking at one uh, another articles here. But Microsoft can even throw a curveball, and and not allow some of these games to release on PC to the point where you can only play these on console because. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about leaving console for good because they don't like the PlayStation 5 and they don't like the Xbox. But now that they got one of the biggest names in the industry, they can say, well, unfortunately, these titles are Xbox exclusives only. So if you want to play them, you're going to have to buy a console. Well, I, I don't think they're going to do that. Also have a, yeah, they, they have another console because what else are you going to play that on? You're not going to be playing it on Apple right away. They take fucking forever to get a game port out. You're yeah, getting that for Windows. What Windows? Microsoft. Microsoft Windows. The PC Master Race is a build-your-own-console. They already have that. So mm-hmm. I, I don't see them going fully exclusive like that just because they're only serving themselves by serving the PC. Like. PC console, but I feel like this could be them just fully porting the Xbox modality into having its own, like, kind of pre-built or customizable type of PC rig that you order through them. Kind of like the idea of Steam, where they're like, oh, it's the Steam box, but instead, you pick the the specs and then they put that together and they send that to you i mean i would watch out if they start buying pc part companies because then they're yeah. going to start really yeah doing something different well that's probably going to be next in about and 10, uh 10 years. microsoft if you're listening and you take my idea i want 10 percent <laughs> copyrighted i mean it's a good idea for that company i mean right I'm I'm not against it. I mean, right? I love Xbox I mean, wouldn't so that much. make more sense anyway? It... Yeah, and, well, I mean, didn't they basically uh, merge live with their Microsoft gaming thingy midget? Yeah, they... So uh, the same functionality? They, they pretty so. much Xbox Live as an entity, and they merged it with the Game Pass. So now they call it uh, Xbox Ultimate Game Pass. Um, basically, yeah, you get the access to all their library of games as well as you get live with it. If you want live by itself, they only sell it individually for like one month or you can get it for like three months, but that's it. Yeah, they really changed their whole live model. Right. So they're yeah. already. Right. So they've already melded the two mostly. So. It just seems like a matter of time before they actually start, like, really just either being outclassed to a point where there's nothing else that they can do, and that's mm-hmm. that's what they're priced into. Like, oh, okay, well, we can never beat the PS, whatever it is now. So let's so, just cater to the PC and start making our own PC games and stuff. They should do that, though, because PC Master Race. Yeah. Agreed, but I mean, isn't that what they were trying to do with um, the Xbox anyway? They already had like games for Microsoft. They were heavily involved in that for a long time, and then they're like, you know what? Well, we want to we want to be able to get our products out to a general audience and have easy access to our games, and also be able to compete in this different arena and be able to have the functionality of a controller being hardlined without any issues or anything like that back before back before steam controllers were a thing all you youngins in my day i had to walk uphill both ways to have a controller that worked (laughs) 
I use an Xbox yeah. controller. Dude, that shit was like <laughs> wrestling a bear. Back like, in my for... day, we didn't even have controllers. We had a joystick with one button on it. I think it's funny when people are like, oh, your PC? Yeah, keyboard and mouse is the way to go. And I'm like, yeah, but actually I use my Xbox controller. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> exactly. So what happens when Microsoft finally actually starts making like PCs designed to handle their own games? Why haven't they started making PCs that can run Xbox games? They would just win. They would yeah. just win. Like mm-hmm. Again, if you steal my ideas, I want 10%. Ten percent is good enough. That's a good uh, percentage. I'm just throwing it out there, so you know, like, feels like ten percent's fair. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just I don't know. I I I just hope that we get an influx of of Bethesda games titles that we've all been excited for and we all want to see. Oh yeah. I I want to see I want to see a Skyrim game that controls like fucking Dishonored. Like, why don't we have that? Why don't we have yeah. something where you get to customize your fucking character and actually scamper up a goddamn wall? Like, why do I feel like I'm still playing Morrowind? In yeah, 2020? you know what? You're absolutely right. That that would be a, that I mean you like, feel like f- a rogue or something. Fuck. You should be able to climb a wall. Well, in that thief. How long has it been since we've had Batman Arkham Asylum? Yeah. Like, you feel like Batman when you play that game. You do not feel like an adventurer when you're playing Skyrim. You're you're very aware. I am playing a game. I have a little fucking goober that's running around and jumping like an idiot. And I mean, this it's isn't still how great. you would feel it's still when you're jumping. Really, really good experience. But yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Agreed. It's the best facsimile that we have so far, but we have games that do so much more, and we're not applying any of that. Like, we're working on graphical, graphical fidelity instead of physic, physics fidelity. Give me, give me an artistic game that handles, like, a fucking dream. Yeah, like, honestly... We have cell shading like crazy. We don't need the cell shading. Mm-hmm. We, we just need, like, stuff that's on, like, this current gen before we get to next gen, if they could just keep the current gen yeah. kind of graphics, I mean, they're pretty good anyway, but then, like, work on actual yeah. gameplay? You know what? I think that's why that game Fall Guy is doing so well. I mean, look at it. You have, like, this, like, junior-type graphics, okay? Oh, Fall I Guys? Mean, yeah, it, it has, like, zero yeah. graphics to it. But the fact that it has amazing gameplay and it has amazing immersion, it yep. makes intuitive. It, it really it makes up for what it's lacking in the graphics department, and that goes to show you. And I hope that the, these these game studios that are listening to this, graphics are not everything. We don't need something that's highly polished. As long as it's immersive. And as long as it has a great story. I mean, right. we do like it to a certain point. But, but you can we don't also need realism take... right now. All right, look at, look at Final Fantasy IX. For, okay. For the time, it was a gorgeous game. But it worked within the confines of what it has. And if you go back and look, the pixel shading and the art in the backgrounds, it's gorgeous. Like, just understanding that that's what they had to work with. And yeah. they made that? True. Look at all, look at Onimusha on the PS2. That's a, those backgrounds are gorgeous. Then their goobery little sprite comes walking around, and it's very disjointed, but they're still hauntingly beautiful. And same with, like, Resident Evil, all those still backgrounds. They did what they needed to do with the time and made it work for the gameplay. Fall Guys does that same thing. They have a gorgeous art style that they use to incorporate every aspect of the game, and it even ends up being part of the kind of mechanics of the game, where you see different, different mechanics rolling up on you. They're a different color than the mm-hmm. mechanics that you just jumped over. 
like everybody is clean, everything's clear, and the biggest thing is it's fun. It's really, really engaging. It feels good. When you die, it feels like it was your fault, not some defect of the game's methodology or its modality of transportation. Like, whatever, whatever little physics issues that you feel, it's just that very intuitive, like, ah, no, I know that I'm, I'm trying to do this thing, and there's a shortcut between, or a short circuit between my controller and this console, and it doesn't feel good to me. You can you don't need graphics don't fix that. They just don't. Right. Yeah. It can be pretty all at once, but if it's if it's got no substance, nobody wants to play it. I mean look how much people still play GTA. It shows that everybody's right. fine with graphics like that. Exactly. They're good enough. They don't look awful. Great. Fine. People there's been such a resurgence of pixel art love, like eight bit and 32-bit love games that are just gorgeously done now with that art style in mind. And every part of the design has it in mind. Yeah. I can't do that. Okay, games. if your, your goal is... Yes, you can, Joe. Yeah? See, I, I, if they're done right... <laughs> Dude, Shovel Knight? Shovel Knight is gorgeous. <laughs> I'm one of these people that like, are like, I grew up with games like this. A... I wanted progression. When I finally got it, I don't have any reason to go back to those. Yes, you do. Nostalgia, Joe. Nostalgia. I, I really, I, I really think there's that. I don't know. I, I, we still have cartoons. We have still, yeah, 44 frames per second cameras that can capture you in 4K. HD, motherfuckers are still drawing cartoons. Like, yeah. that's an art form. Okay, you're and right. I feel like games as an art form is something that's, that's going to be something that we, we start looking forward to. Like, like, honestly, PT is like the one of my favorite games that never got finished. I really want to see the rest of that game. PT? The, the demo for PT by Guillermo del Toro. PT, no, not ET. <laughs> not ET. No, no, we're not. We're not talking about the uh, PT. Atari. Yeah, what is PT? No, no, no. Ugh, yeah. PT was a demo for a horror game, believed directed or at least produced by Guillermo del Toro and the dude from Metal Gear Solid. I forget his name all the time. Garbage for that. I would mispronounce it anyway. So, anyway, uh, they they got together and um, made this really cool, like, demo for a horror game. And it's fucking wonderful. It has a self-contained story, and it's a lead-up into something, so you're just, like, enthralled, and you really want to see more, but there is no more in the, than... Uh, was it Hi Haido? Hiro? The Koji Kojima. Kojima. Uh, ended up leaving the studio, and I believe that's when he went and made Death Stranding. But, uh, in any case, it's just, it, it's a hearkening to an era of game design that we don't see a lot anymore, where boundaries are being pushed, and it's telling an emotional tale, and trying to engross you in a story rather than trying to wow you with fed high fidelity graphics and spectacle. Like we've lost the taste for being able to actually enjoy an immersive story unless it's really jammed down our throat with a ton of spectacle and bang, boom, woohoo. Ah! Yeah. We we really we've really lost like designing for anything but the next COD. You know, like, no, we, we're not getting, we can't even actually finish our own fucking, uh, remakes for these old giant tales. Like seven get bifurcated or got dissected into three parts, supposedly. And who knows if we'll even get all that, but we can't, that, that game came out all at once. We can't even do that anymore. Like, it literally takes us an entire game to tell a third of the stories we used to tell. That's true. Well, what the fuck is happening? Well, I think Why is this platform regressing yeah. into the... I think it took less work to do more, you know? But that's because everybody wants graphics. So it takes a lot to get it the graphics. It took less... 
Yes. Well, I, I, I kind of... It, it takes so much more manpower of, for graphical fidelity. I miss the days of, like, Miss or, uh, what was it? Um, right. Not right. Mist. Uh, Mist, and there was another one that Mist did. Oh, uh, um, I can't think of it. Um, oh, what is it called? Start with an R. Um, like Riven? Riven? Riven. Riven. Is it Riven? Riven. Okay. Those those games have like five CDs okay. to them. So like Wait, you, you get say? some. What? I thought it was Ico that was the follow-up, but I think I'm thinking Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, let's say I never heard of that. Yeah, well. I think it was Riven. Even Shadow of, uh, yeah, even Shadow of the Colossus is another one where you actually had two discs to that game. Like, you you would get so far, and then you had to pop in disc number two. I mean, those are awesome games where, like, you know, like, you're, wow, this game has, like, two CDs to the story, three CDs to the story. Are you kidding me? I mean, well, that was, but, like, oh, uh, right, oh, right. my and favorite then, PC then game. at the end, you would get to all the extra shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, you know, speaking of Mist, I heard that's coming to VR. They're like redoing it. Yeah, they uh they actually tested it on the mobile app. You can you can if you want, you can get it right now from the App Store. Um I'm not sure how much it is. It's like three dollars or five dollars. But yeah, play Mist right now on your mobile device, both Android or Apple. Um, but yeah, it is coming to VR. Like, I don't know what that's going to be like in VR. I, that is dude, pretty crazy. That's going to be intense. I mean, that game... That's, that's what it is. I, mean, I want to do with a VR. Yeah. Speaking yeah, exactly. also of VR, like, I'm a little annoyed. Just those runes? Yeah. Uh, I'm a little annoyed with Quest oh, yeah? uh, right now. So they announced the Oculus Quest 2. You know, and everybody's excited. The graphics are yeah. better. They're using they're using the the next generation chip, so it has like, um, um, I don't remember what it's called right now. But if you're listening, you know the quest. You know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. It has like almost no screen door effect, but you guys don't really know what that what that is if you haven't really played on a VR headset before. You want to explain that. Um, it's kind of like, you know, when you're standing in front of a screen door. Could you door? explain what that is? Yeah. Like, okay, so, you know, when you're looking yeah. in front of a screen door, you know, you can see through it clearly, you know? But if you really focus, you can start seeing the lines. Okay. Um, it's, I never oh, really had a problem with it. So you can actually pull out the... Huh. Yeah. Well, I so mean, it's like kind of like you can see the matrix kind of yeah, thing. It was, yeah, I guess it was worse. It was worse in the previous uh, generations of headsets. Um, I honestly didn't really notice much in my quest, but I guess the quest two is so good you don't even see anything. Yeah. All right. Well, we know that Joe's not the one. So, <laughs> but I'm a really, I'm kind of, I'm, <laughs> yeah, no, right. But I'm kind of annoyed because so they released the quest two. They stopped making everything for the Quest 1. And if you know anything about the Quest 1, oh, wow. you'll know okay. that the controllers Wait. are pieces of shit. Huh. So now you're, you're just on a time limit for however long it takes for your controller to shit the bed. Yeah, because like the thumbsticks, it has like, you know, it's basically the controller is an Xbox controller broken in half. You know, you can, you have, you know, so you still have your sticks. Right. And uh, eventually your sticks go from too much forward back motions and stuff. Yeah. And that's what, that, that's one of the reasons why I can't play Arkham Asylum anymore. Whenever I play Arkham Asylum, it kills my controller. It's the, the thumbsticks and everything. It just, even in Arkham City, it just, Distraughts my my controller to no end. Yeah, so I I've actually put my quest on uh, Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, for two two hundred and forty <laughs> bucks. Small, 
<laughs> How's that going, Joe? Any hits? Anybody interested? Nothing yet. But that's another thing. The Quest 2? Okay. The Quest 1, for the cheaper one, the 64 gig, was 400 bucks. The Quest 2 comes out? Guess how much that one is? How much? 400. It's 300. Or 200. No, 300. Million. It's cheap. It's it's way cheaper. So it's Oh wait, no. I'm sorry. Quest huh. Quest 2 the Quest 1 wasn't 400. It was 500. So it's basically the price is cut in half. <laughs> basically. Or 200 cheaper. That's it's, actually really cool though. Yeah. You can get a you I like kind of You can get a PC headset basically for 300 bucks. And it's not only a PC, right, you right. can use a standalone. Like, uh, that, that feels like the way... This, this sounds like a shot at, like, every console. Be like, yeah, see, motherfuckers, this shit doesn't actually take that much more to produce a different one. Although these things are coming out all the time. Just be smart about picking your parts. Yeah, the, well, the problem oh, so, is... So now we they, don't have to sell it for as much. <laughs> it's basically, like, I feel like it's cheaper because they used less stuff. The head, the, the straps to your head is less. It's a, uh, it's a uh, fabric material rather than the the some plasticky stuff, and uh, um, it doesn't have like the cloth around it. I guess like the Quest One has, um. So I guess all that added together, it's just cheaper. So is it right is it like a major loss in quality do we know like how are how are reviews looking for um it? actually people say that the controllers seem better they 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 seem like more sturdy <laughs> um and they say <laughs> that it's, it's lighter on your face so you don't you don't get like um it doesn't hurt your cheeks or whatever more um I don't know. Right. So it just it just seems cheaper, like better they, made. They focused more on power than they did on some more other options. Power. I don't know. It's they also worked on like they it's cheaper IPD thing. The IPD is like basically you move this little bar um and it moves your the eye parts to like cuz some you know not everybody's eyes are positioned you know, the same in everybody else's skull. Right, right, right. And um, so people were complaining yeah, so about it, that. It's but... your, your... It was so a... there are some, some yeah. issues. It was that. a much smoother option on the Quest 1. The Quest 2 only has three settings. So, I mean, if you're not in those three settings, you're screwed. But I that sounds like something that they'll have to fix eventually. Wow. Right, right. But it's uh, it's all right. I I want to get it. Yeah. Um. Uh. That's why I'm selling my quest. I'm hoping somebody. Uh, what I'm hoping is October thirteenth, the quest two releases, and I'm hoping that people can't find it, and so people start buying old quests. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'll be like, you want to play VR? Well, hopefully they don't listen to this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, the controllers are Yo, dog, are I heard cool. you looking for a Quest 2. I got this Quest as well. You know, for 50 more bucks, you get a brand new Quest 2, but... Yeah. Uh, it makes me wish that I would have I sold With my Quest a little caps. earlier because I haven't been playing it for a little bit. And if I would if I would have waited like two oh, months, yeah. I could have sold it for like six hundred used, and then this thing releases, and now I'm selling it for two forty, <laughs> and I haven't got a single bite. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, like you said, once once the Quest Two comes out, the demand eats up all the copies because I'm sure they're not going to have as many copies as there is demand. And people will start buying their kids the Quest One because they can't get a hold of Quest Two for the for the holiday Christmas business. Yeah, yeah. So, yep, yep. So that's the holiday seasons. That's that right now. Um, we got about five more minutes left. Anything? Oh, um, 
Let me just double check here. Uh, oh, Call of Duty accounts got hacked. Activision denies any compromise. What does that mean? That's always a <laughs> strong position. Basically, Activision is saying, yeah, our servers are fine. It's on your end. Oh, yeah, all those accounts. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, basically that's, uh, that is the legal team saying, yeah, we're not going to uh, compensate you for any kind of like lost, uh, uh, products or any kind of like, uh, you know, whatever you spend kind of thing. So maybe you should check your internet service provider, uh, maybe check your connection and, uh, yeah, feel free to give us more money when you, uh, when you have some time. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I finished that last sentence. I finished that last sentence in my head as, you know, you know, go ahead and go fuck yourself. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's yeah. all that exactly. that statement sounds like. Like. And um, for Joe, since he's an Apple lover, Apple's smallest new iPhone will be called the iPhone 12 Mini. Now listen. I'm not an iPhone lover. I just happen to have an <laughs> iPhone because it was given to me for free. Right. So Look, uh, I got drunk one time. One time. <laughs> there, there was uh, there was this guy when uh, when I used to walk to uh, school. He handed me a, a a needle and it had heroin. And he said, "Here, take a free hit." That and is I, not I, the same I thing. Him, I gave it back to him and said, "No, thank you." That is not the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> And you know what? My See, iPhone you can say no to Apple. <laughs> Listen, my iPhone 5S, okay, works pretty damn good. For now. I mean, For now. just next just showing that I have a 5S. Okay? And they're on like okay. 11 or 12 right now or whatever. Yeah, just goes to show that I'm not keeping up with it. I'm just like using it because it's there. Right. Um, yeah, you can actually get those pretty mm-hmm. cheap right now. Like almost for so nothing. you don't love it, you just won't kick it out of bed. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I mean, will I get another iPhone? Yes. Probably. <laughs> See? <laughs> he's, an, he's an Apple lover. I mean, it depends on what it's wearing. but you know, no. <laughs> I mean, why would I get another Apple? Because this is just happens to be what I have, and all my accounts and stuff are on here. Like, why? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I wouldn't get the. I wouldn't get the brand no, new I one. Happen to already have one. I mean, so. uh, Joe's gonna leave the PC Master Race and go join the MacBook Pro. That's not happening. Yes, it is. You can't do nothing on MacBook. <laughs> Joe, it starts with an iPhone. Okay. No, it's just not. St- no, you're this going is to just my phone. Phone, like. <laughs> Joe, I saw I saw it started with an iPod and this whole thing just went downhill. I only had an iPod touch first See? generation. See, it starts with an iPod. Or wait, no, or was it the second generation? I feel like it was the second generation iPod touch. Ooh. I have an iPod back then. I had the Zune back Dude, then. I, I also had a Zune. I had a first-generation Zune. It was white, and I loved that thing. I had it for, like, two years until I decided to do something one night, and I thought I could make... I thought I could turn an iHome into a Zune home. And I, uh... I, uh... It was smoking. I, I burned it out. Um, <laughs> I was really sad because that thing was pretty awesome. Because at the oh. time, at the time the Zune came out, it I'm had a way bigger then, but... it, it had a bigger screen than the iPod because it came out before the iPod Touch. Right. Zune Zune came out yeah, after the very first iPod. Um, I, I actually I actually had. I ended up getting two Zunes, 
because I filled it up with so much music from LimeWire. Um, but oh, I, I used to put porn on mine. Yeah, we all watch porn <laughs> off of LimeWire, Joe. It's free. And most of it was all from Pornhub. Yeah. Which no, you had to pick I think I put something. Do you want a cookie there, Joe? It was mostly uh, song. I still have my Zune somewhere. <laughs> I can't do anything with it. It literally won't work. I, I I sold mine for drugs at the time. Unfortunately, I regret it. Yeah, I wasn't gonna talk about that, but the reason <laughs> the reason why I thought I could do it was probably because of that reason. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I could totally turn this iHome into a fucking... Look, everybody's done. (laughs) Yeah, we we all have our regerts. Yep, I mean... I I regert nothing! I definitely gave up, like, (laughs) ten grand in magic cards. And uh, got me a QP weed, but uh, (laughs) definitely regret that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, worst worst thing was I'm like okay I trade this to this kid good friend whatever and he's like oh yeah no I'm just you know, gonna use this for decks I'm not gonna sell it or whatever a week later he's like yo I started selling cards online I'm like I bet you fucking did I bet you did I'm glad yeah. I just gave you ten grand worth of fucking cards for three grand of weed Woo-hoo. oh god damn <laughs> Um, feel bad. <laughs> uh, people listening to this show, uh, we we are adults are... who talk about adult stuff. Yeah, with that, yeah, we're, weed we're is super uh, legal in Maine. So it is. Drugs are bad. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. Play no, a I... video game instead, and uh, do what you will. Rap- Drugs are bad until you're 25, and then your brain has stopped developing. Then do all the drugs you fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're poor like me, and you just don't do anything anymore. Well, that too. Unless you're like me, that have a very highly professional job, and you can't do that no more. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. this is this is probably the show anyway because I gotta I've got I have to head out of here. Um, yeah, I got quite a bit to do today too. So oh yes, quite a bit, quite a bit of things quite, to do. Quite a bit, lad. Oh, you podcasts! You call that a podcast? Well, that's not a podcast. This, this is a, is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I we see ha- you've played Knifey Spoony before. <laughs> we have uh, created. I create. We have a Discord now. Uh, One Up Underground. Uh, you can join it um, if you have Discord. Know how to use Discord. <laughs> we are noobs. Uh, at least <laughs> I am. I'm getting a little better acquainted with it. It's fine. Uh, you can still email us at Thursday Morning Nerd Talk at yahoo.com. Um. We actually did get an email, but it's from my little brother. <laughs> Thank you, Sammy. Thank you so much for emailing me. And I will try to do a Mickey Mouse impressions at some point. Um, <laughs> oh, can we do an impressions episode where we each pick a voice and we just do it? The whole because I can definitely do a meat rod the whole damn time. <laughs> like... I'll just not yeah, stop. That'll I think we can do that. I don't know if I could. Oh, Halloween. When is Halloween? We should do a Halloween episode like that. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I, I'm very disappointed in myself because I missed another international talk like a pirate day, September 19th. Oh, are you kidding but... me? I forgot mm-hmm. all about that. Mm-hmm. I even remembered yeah. and forgot to talk like a pirate. I should have been talking like this all day. Arr. But I wasn't. Yeah. Why you be looking at me like that? I'll <laughs> take a double cheeseburger, but you hold them dar pickles. <laughs> Alrighty, we gotta let these lads go. We've 
kept them for too long. We can discuss this on next week's episode. All right, all right. We can do that next week. Thank you for listening, if you are, and have a great week. Bye-bye. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye now.